It's Saturday night. It's late. But uh, you got the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. Hello. You got the reigning pay-per-view champion, myself, the big guy, KG. And together, we are your reigning, defending, undisputed, unmatched, unrivaled, Universal Tag Team Champions. We are the WrestleManiacs, and it's all presented by Sideline Junkies and sponsored by Anchor FM. How you doing, brother? I'm just going to go ahead and jump into <laughs> around the universe. And the first thing, start mentally your Batista music as I walk the walk of shame alone across SummerSlam and the NXT TakeOver Toronto to recap. I lost. Took the L, had to take the knee like cap, and that was it. Wasn't good for your boy in the neighborhood last weekend. So I'm just owning it, honing it, just absorbing it all as we talk about NXT TakeOver to Toronto, which was actually, as always, I don't want to say actually, but... It was a damn good show. Uh, they opened with uh, the Street Profits in one hell of a performance going up against the Undisputed Era where uh, we were, well, you and I pretty much picked uh, the Undisputed Era to walk out with all the championship belts. But the Street Profits actually started the night off with ruining that whole concept, which threw off all the picks. It's like, oh, man, I probably could have won if I would have went against the Undisputed Era, but uh, that's what I get for hoping and dreaming for a Four Horsemen-esque type of win streak, but what'd you think of that match? (sighs) Hurtful. (laughs) I'll say that because I watched the highlights. I mean, it was a great match, but I was hurtful because, just like you, I was hoping hoping for that, that, that moment that we've been talking about for quite some time with different uh, stables, that, that, that four horsemen moment. So I was just a little hurt behind it that they didn't get the job done per se. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that started the night off and all I could do was just shake my head. Cause I knew at that point it was probably not going to go my way on the NXT side. I pretty much just bit the, the candle there because the match that decided it all, was between Candice LeRae and Io Shirai. And I went for the babyface win. And yeah, it didn't go that way because Io went ahead and beat Candice LeRae. Um, And it hurt my feelings. But the suplex through the table was pretty awesome. But it hurt my feelings. Great match. But it hurt my feelings because that was my only (laughs) chance to catch a win. Unfortunately, the rest of it, as it flowed through, pretty much went as expected, um, which was not our way. (laughs) Velveteen Dream, and we all know I'm a mark for Velveteen, but uh, we picked, uh, again, Undisputed Era to win. Roderick Strong didn't pull it out. Velveteen won. Uh, We both went uh, with Shayna Baszler, so nobody could uh, 
catch a, a, any headway, or at least I couldn't catch any headway because we already picked uh, both of us, Shayna, to beat Mia Yim in a great fight. Uh, Mia Yim really put it all out there and, and left a, a piece of herself out in the squared circle in that match. Uh, Adam Cole, baby, retained over Johnny Gargano and one hell of a two out of three falls. Brutal match ending up in the, the, the steel cage of horrors and it, it was just exciting and crazy. Um, I, I couldn't speak any any more higher about what's happening at NXT and the way it's being produced. It is definitely worthy of being its own show on a major network like uh, Fox or USA. Uh, not saying that the WWE Network is not major, but again, it's a streaming service. And to get on actual actual network TV, primetime, it would be huge for the superstars of NXT. And it is being ping-ponged back and forth trying to figure out what the best method of delivery is going to be for the show. If it's going to be on Fox, um, or is it going to be on USA, which would be a natural fit since SmackDown Live is going there. But one thing we do know is that uh, WWE is looking to combat AEW and their live TV taping starting August 2nd with NXT being on the same night. So the question is, who's going to get the black and gold brand and go really one-on-one? Because that's really the true battle, AEW versus NXT, in my opinion, because the, the, the crop of talent, is pretty much on the same speed. There's not a, 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 a slew of established superstars in AEW like a you know a Kurt Angle or Stone Cold and stuff like that. You've got a young bunch of young talent that's just, just you know ready and able, mixed in with a couple of vets here or there. But it's really a, a young talent show, and NXT is pretty much the same thing: young talent show with a, a sprinkle in of some season vets. So NXT TakeOver Toronto 2, in my opinion, as always, is a success. Don't even have to watch the Triple H recap because just watching the show, you're like, man, they killed it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the amount of talent that's in NXT, just imagine once everything gets really rolling, I think it's going to all start rolling once they hit Fox and they start doing a bunch of call-ups. And just imagine those guys. I, I can't wait to see your girl, Bianca Belair, on the main stage with oh, yeah. either SmackDown or Raw. I can't wait to see our main man, Velveteen Dream, doing his thing. I just, it's certain people that you're looking for that you're, you're, you're ready for them to move up and take over because that's what they're going to do. They're going to take over. Yep. Pun intended on that. So, yeah. And then we go to my other heartbreak because I only had <laughs> one opportunity, which happened to be the freaking second match of the night. So imagine how long of a match that was or a long night that was, knowing that somebody had already texted me saying I pretty much won. So I was like, oh, that's good to know. I'm glad I've still got another two hours and 45 minutes of a show, knowing I have no chance in hell, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, a.k.a. KG. Thanks for letting me know that. 
after match number two. But match number one was a, a big old bang since we had Becky going up against Natty in, in a barn burner. In my opinion, that was pretty much match of the night. And I know that's sad because I was picking Charlotte uh, versus Trish to be close, but I really was expecting AJ versus Ricochet to be match of the night. But, uh, yeah, Becky and uh, Natty, in my opinion, was tied with another match, and that being the incredible entrance of The Fiend and Finn Balor. I think both of those two were were match of the night, and I wasn't expecting it that way. Um, Nothing against any of those performers, you know, AJ Styles versus Ricochet on paper. You just expect to see just incredibleness. But the story that Becky and Natty told, man, in a submission match, those women went at it. And that was the first match of the night. Mm-hmm. And then, go ahead, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? No, no, no. I'm I'm listening to you because I, I was, after The Fiend came out, I, I was in a different realm. But that entrance alone yeah. It did something. Yeah, the music, and, everything. The treatment was was spot on. That the uh, the new, you know, face uh, or head lamp thing. It was the lighting, the camera shots. I mean, you couldn't get any better curated than that. But let me ask you this: Did you see uh, two things? Like he was having a battle within himself during the match. Yeah. And then if you check, if anybody paid close attention to his ring attire, the praying hands on his stomach. Oh yeah. Bray had had a lot of of subtle hints and clues. And it was actually, uh, I believe it was, was it Braun Strowman? I believe that just had an interview and they were talking about the whole, Bray Wyatt, uh, Firefly Funhouse thing, and it was said that that was all Bray. There were no writers involved. That was all off the dome from his creative genius. And many superstars are currently still, and he talked about it during SummerSlam and alluded to it that, as we've said, the only true successor to the the awe and, and the lore and uh, the guess the phenom for lack of a better term of the undertaker is bray wyatt and so I we've got this that. the next generation's undertaker and i ironically it's going to be interesting to see bray versus undertaker for the the torch passing mm-hmm. or the fiend versus undertaker for the torch passing that's going to be interesting. So the question is, is that mania? Or is it the fiend versus the demon to whom the demon hasn't had a pay-per-view loss to the best of my recollection? So those are two potential WrestleMania matches that could happen. Wow. And both of them would be amazing. And it's like trying to decide. Fast-paced, high-impact match with the Fiend versus the Demon. 
you can already imagine on a WrestleMania stage in a production level the the two entrances that could be done for that. Or Undertaker versus The Fiend, and then The Fiend gets the torch passed, and if it's something he wants to do, Taker retires. And... Man, you say that, and it's 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 hard to ever think of. I mean, even at this point, Undertaker retiring. Yeah, but it's. I mean, I'm not saying he should retire, or because his past performance was uh, <laughs> the coin Michael Cole vintage Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And speaking of vintage, Goldberg looked really good, and I thought that was smart on how they went about that match uh, coming off of what happened in Saudi Arabia where he got uh, his bell rung and they gave him a Goldberg match. And Dolph did a great job even stretching it out with, we still don't understand what the purpose of him going through this is, but spear, jackhammer, one, two, three. That's Goldberg. And that's what we got. Yep. So I can't ask for anything uh, more than that. And that was the same thing with the Charlotte Trish. We were wondering how that was going to go. And it, it started off a little slow, I guess, as Trish had to get herself together and, and really get into the swing of, of everything. But then that match, man, it, they, they did some stuff in that match. When uh, Trish put Charlotte in the figure eight, mm-hmm. wasn't expecting that. Well, I mean, well, I wasn't playing on Charlotte Tapp, and I was like, yeah, that ain't happening. But, man, I mean, everything, it was just a, a really good match out of those two. And uh, Trish put everything out there, and, and that was exciting as well. What was your pick of match of the night? <sighs> Jeez. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it would – now, originally, I – but Moon, I thought it would go a different way, as well as AJ Styles and Ricochet. But I'm going to say Seth Rollins, uh, Brock Lesnar, because yeah. that had a great ebb and flow, and you didn't know which way it was going to go. But then Seth finally burned it down and got the title back, which was shocking because we both picked Brock. And not only that, but I, I considered that match. I was going to get to it, but I'm glad you brought it up as my uh, sleeper of the night because we both expected Suplex City, one, two, three, Dunzo, mm-hmm. and that over. And it looked like it was there pretty close. But, yeah, Seth Rollins pulled it out. But now their dilemma is where do you go from there with Seth? Who's the guy? It's not Braun Strowman because Braun Strowman is on his face run. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is tied into a storyline with, um, I'm just going to call it, Samoa Joe's behind it all. I'm just calling it now. <laughs> I just I just got that feeling. I just got that feeling. I would love to, for it to be somebody else unexpected, but I'm putting my money on Joe. So if they're in a, a program together, who in the world – I mean, you tell me. I'm asking you. Literally, I'm asking you. Who would be the number one contender? Who's 
heel enough, and I don't think they're going to give it to Drew because he's in uh, the the thing with Cedric Alexander. But who's heel enough to go up against Seth Rollins right now? That's a good question. And with uh, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles on SmackDown, mm-hmm. they're out of the equation. Uh, have we heard from Alistair Black, maybe? <laughs> well, he's asking for somebody to knock on the door. Again? Again. So that doesn't mean he's going to go to the door. He's waiting at the door. So that that's not the forward motion we got coming in. So they've mm. got to figure something out. And I guess in true WWE fashion, what else can you do but have a tournament? What else really could you do but uh, might as well make that another cherry to dangle for the King of the Ring tournament that's going to happen this Monday maybe? Well, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. AJ Styles is on Raw. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. He's, he is on Raw. but. Hey, well, we've seen that already. You go. Yeah, and don't want to see that. You need something fresh, something new. Uh, jeez, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Cesaro, or yeah, maybe a returning Sheamus. If if he's uh, finished with the movie that he's doing, then Sheamus could come in, and uh, he's got a, a new hair look and. And a, a different feel. Who knows? That could be something. The Miz, Sami Zayn. Sami would be cool just for a different feel. I think the promos would be really good, but we know how that match would end. Yeah. Uh, Robert Roode. Oh, uh, yeah. The glorious one. Mm hmm. But instead of, because to be quite honest, this, this, the way they're doing him now, he went from NXT, and I always felt that him and Samoa Joe going to NXT, I was like, didn't understand it at first. But I, I, I see it now. But this road that they got Robert Rude going on, I don't like it. Because granted, okay, he's not in the tag team division anymore, but he's a skilled wrestler, and I think he should be getting more uh, – TV time than what he's getting. And this might be that to turn the tide somehow, some way. You cook up a good few between him and uh, 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 Seth Rollins. No help, no outside help, no none of that. Just a good old fashioned one on one feud that can probably draw out and take you to. Oh, Survivor Series? Mm. Maybe. Yeah. I could see that. I would like to see that. I think uh, Robert Roode would, would, would cut some good promos against Seth. I think they would have some, some good entrance battles, and it would be two different dynamics based off of what the, the, the character booking is for the duo. So that, that wouldn't be too bad. But overall, I mean, pretty exciting night uh, or nights last week between NXT TakeOver Toronto 2 and the 32nd annual SummerSlam. 
which booked in 16,904 uh, people coming in to watch really two uh, great pay-per-views. You can't ask for anything, you know, more than that. Um, I call it a win-win on the WWE front in reference to what uh, we're expecting or, or going up against with uh, AEW still on the horizon. WWE is, is getting their act together now. Mind you, they're changing some things and, and running on the fly and altering scripts and, and, and matches and pulling to try to get the best that they can do. But again, this is great because that means that they are going from complacency to being on the offensive at the moment so that way they can put enough out there before we have to go on a defensive once we see what happens on October 2nd live in D.C., especially since Cody Rhodes has come out and said that we've only seen 40% of AEW's active televised uh, roster. So there's a lot more people that they have signed or they are looking to sign, and the WWE is on a signing uh, uh, extravaganza right now. It's like we're just trying to get up anybody that we think could come over. Um, so it, it's really good to see the WWE getting off their laurels and really moving forward to try to counter whatever they think AEW is going to do now because I believe they see it as a contender, especially considering that the, the trigger has been pulled with Sasha Banks coming back. And, and a, speaking in of which, exciting fashion. But go ahead. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. that when I seen it, I said I don't know. I got to go back. So you know, you got to go dig in the crates and find the vinyl. But if I'm not mistaken, a world champion that co-hosts this particular podcast that we're on, uh, the WrestleManiacs, didn't he call for a switcheroo for Sasha Banks? Maybe about. Two months ago when she was pouting, maybe three. I believe you said that, good sir. Did I? I believe I so. Say so it much. Was, I know. And I said, hold on. We need a check in the mail for that because if I'm not mistaken, you called for her to turn heel. Her it was her, and I believe it was in the same conversation we had about Dana Brooke turning heel. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But when she was pouting about uh, uh, losing the tag titles. If I'm not mistaken, one of the things you said was her to turn heel. I may be wrong. I have to go back and and and, and dig through a lot of uh, uh, tape there. But uh, I'm pretty I sure there was right. a book it in that. Yeah. And here we go. I mean, and, and it was done in, in deciding fashion. I was wondering where they were going with the natty sensitivity thing, but then it, it played out. And everybody, I was like, man, her hair looks horrible. <laughs> when she came out with the purple hair, I'm like, oh, God, really? That is the hair you come out with? Because I was wondering, I've seen her on her Instagram posts. I've seen her with the blue hair. I've seen her with the natural uh, brunette with the highlights. And then we've seen shots of her with the purple hair. So she's had a lot of mixed messages in reference to appearance over the past few months. But I think they did a good job with the right time because I was actually at work and I was talking to a guy who was like, well, 
now that Becky beat Natty, who's next? I'm like, Shh. there's really nobody on the roster at that that upper echelon in name that can really sell out a pay-per-view with Becky other than Sasha Banks. Just from name recognition alone. Name recognition alone, you could parlay this into a, a WrestleMania co-main event for next year. The women won't main event this year because we don't have um, any any major foreshadowing and overshadowing at the moment like we had with Ronda and Becky. That was just so much that was going on that the pressure cooker was just growing and growing and growing. We don't have that yet, but a good co-main event, meaning they're like the match before the main event, which is basically still the main event, is very possible between these two. Because I don't, I wouldn't expect anything to be settled at a Survivor Series. I would expect to see them cut promos back and forth, maybe a couple of tag matches against each other, maybe a tag match where they're forced to tag together, you know, all these things over the next couple of weeks leading up to Survivor Series. But I would expect Natalia to seek retribution at that point. And maybe it would be a triple threaded mania for the championship. Hmm. In my heart of hearts, I would like to see truthfully, and this is just speaking into existence, the main if they're gonna have a women's main event part two, it needs to be Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch versus Bailey. For both championships. <clears throat> so, wow. So somebody's going to walk out again with two belts. Mm-hmm. Man. And it, it may just be. It may just be. Becky two belts. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I you could put a fourth person in there as well. <clears throat> I, I like it. You could put a, you could maybe, you know, uh, did I say Charlotte? Did I put Charlotte no. in that mix? Yeah. We could throw Charlotte in there. Just make it a full, full horsewoman fatal four way. If Charlotte's hmm. not wrestling uh, another legend at that point. But I would give or, Charlotte the belts this time. Or. Nia Jax will be returned healthy then back in full swing. Hopefully, Tamina also give him to Nia. Oh, no. We'll have to see how she comes back. But again, yeah, true. I know she's going to be lean. Er, she's going to look like, like she did in some of her old modeling photos. I'm telling you now, because if you think about on social media, I haven't seen a lot of pics of Nia. Not a lot of pics. And nah, so, she letting that head grow, man. They're, they're curated photos that have different angles. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. She's going to come back. She's going to be like just a click, uh, click heavier than Naomi. Mm. That's, how, that's how lean I would imagine uh, for her to come back. 
because I mean, you, double double knee surgery. The first thing you got to do is take some of the stress off the knees. I would imagine. I'm not right. a doctor. I'm not a trainer, but just common sense. Pressure is pressure. The the first thing that your body has to deal with, even coming out the womb, learning to walk, is gravity. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's just you know scientific law. So the amount of weight that your body has to handle goes all the way from the top to the bottom. So if you alleviate how much weight you have, that's less pressure you have to deal with. So that'll make her recovery easier. And I mean, she's, it's just going to give her another dynamic of identity and, and new role. She could come back as the heel of heels. I think she would be the only one in stature that could rival Charlotte um, from a I guess you would call it a, a flair versus Andre type of deal in reference, you know, to size and, and, and stature or something. And, and then we could really see some, some epic battles going on. Yeah. But that, that's definitely. what I would love to see for Mania is the, the, I guess we're just the four horsewomen going at each other and they can have a curtain call moment at the end of it. But one of them would be the dual champion. I would put it on Charlotte. If they decide to do a a dual women's again, because we're still waiting to see if there's going to be an evolution pay-per-view part two, which I don't understand why they're wondering if it's going to happen. That should be a no brainer. That's a free media win period. Especially if AEW does an all women's first, then, yeah, you know, you shouldn't let them beat you to the punch when y'all were the first ones to do it. WWE right. needs to be the first ones this year, without question. And the the thing about uh, last year's women's evolution, that, that pay-per-view was the highlight of the month. Mm-hmm. And it, you got to capitalize on that. Yep. And WWE is, is, is taking note. And speaking of AEW, they sold out two more shows. So they are on the strong move right now. The strong move to be able to sell out again that quickly. No issues at all. October 9th in Boston and October 16th in Philly. They're going into some huh. serious hometown advantage almost like a campaign year if you think about it that way you start in the nation's capital Asia capital is close to new york that's in the dmv that's typical the northern territory if you take it way back into the old school for wwf wwf or wwf uh and even wwe you go into the philly that's ec dub territory right there which is Mm -hmm. still friend to WWE and you know Boston is is just another one that really is is, is pretty much governed by the Northern Territories for the most part and and, you know they're picking their their spots wisely which is extremely exciting man that's Great marketing, great uh, booking as far as venues. But if 
the matches live up to what their last pay-per-view did and those numbers they hit, WWE might as well go ahead and start looking over their shoulder. Yeah, but I think they do need to start really building the storylines. We have to have some introductory vignettes on the show, the characters, the rivalries. You know how you go into uh, a new season and there's like the, the hype show? The season mm-hmm. recap, that's what we need to explain to the viewer what's happening. Especially since we're watching and we're watching, oh, okay, Law and Order and, and everything else says, what the hell, wrestling? What year is this? <laughs> you <know? laughs> so you, you've got to slide some understanding in there and, and, and butter the bread, so to speak, so that way they understand exactly what's to be expected you just can't turn it on and okay we have it and there you go you've got to work your base and your non-base at the same time so that way you maximize your viewership and that's going to be the key is what stories are you telling from day one because that is going to be the catapult if you have a uh, a light day, WWE will crush you if NXT is going up against it because I guarantee you NXT is going to be a live show that day. Guarantee you. Yeah. You can't you can't phone in a tape show if you're trying to go head-to-head. It's going to be a live show. It's going to have some major talent from Raw and SmackDown sprinkled in, I'm quite sure, just for the name recognition. Or you're going to have the name recognition as commentary or special guest ring announcer or special guest referee or enforcer or whatever, you're going to have some name talent hyped up for the show, even though NXT doesn't need it, but it's going to be there. AEW's still got a little bit of work to do, and hopefully they're doing some serious planning and 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 bouncing it out, because Jericho can't do it by himself. Kenny Omega. No, even though he claims he can. Can't do it by himself. Cody can't do it by himself. Uh, people are still learning and discovering the Young Bucks. People will want to see what John Boxley is all about. And it's going to take a great match pairing him. So that could be Moxley versus Omega 2 maybe the main event of that one. Or a triple threat match with Y2J or something like that. We'll see um, how that plays out. And speaking of playing out, there's a lot of unofficial scuttlebutt about <laughs> Edge wanting to return after the spear heard around the world which was like, wait a minute he got cleared to do a spear? Knowing how impactful a spear is on the neck that's one of those old school street fighter let me go ahead and jab the foot out and toe tap and you know make some contact and keep some space and see what happens type of thing and that is pretty exciting. I know Edge was excited since he found out about a 15 minutes before that, hey, we need to uh, fill a hole. I need you to go out there and do this promo with Elias and hit the spear. And he looked great. You saw after he hit it, it was like a time warp. He had that look on his face. Old school Edge was back. The mm-hmm. Radar Superstar was back. It's like, man, at that point, who the hell cares what happens after that? from my perspective, because that gave me hope part 50 that Paige is coming back at some point. She just had 
get well soon, by the way, another neck surgery. Hopefully that comes through and she gets the, uh, the Daniel Bryan seal of approval, uh, AKA your neck is good. We believe you now go ahead and come back and run a strong program because that is somebody that is this, that added to uh, a fatal five way pages just comes out of WrestleMania and wins both belts. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And nobody, see, I can do that. People are going to mark out more than they marked out for the Hardy boys. Wow. That, then that, that's pretty rough day. So hopefully, um, she gets this works and, and she gets cleared. I mean, they're doing wonders. Like I said, if Shawn Michaels can come back, if Edge can now do a spear, if Santino is doing MMA, if Kurt Angle can come back and wrestle the program, I mean, <laughs> you tell me, man, it's looking like it's possible. Man, if that happens, I'm waiting. It's not if I'm I'm expecting it to happen, man. I mean, knock on wood, you know, keeping my my dreams, please come true. You got to give me Christian back with him. Christian has to come back with him. Hell, why not? Because just, I mean, even if he's just only his manager, his hype man, but he still got to come back. Mm -hmm. That right there. And he said he would do a couple matches. He's not trying to do a year run. He could, but I'm quite sure once it hits him like Goldberg, you'll want to do a couple, but uh, Uh I smell a, uh, yes, it's kind of foreign, a Saudi Arabia match. At some Uh point, we still got, what, uh, eight to go, seven or eight to go, I believe, something like that. That's a big paycheck for uh, the Copeland family. So, yeah, we could have one match, and it could be there which could just be the feeler out match. doesn't have to be anything crazy based on what it is. And then if it feels well, it looks well, and everything's good to go, why the heck not? That'd be a good match for John Cena to wrestle, Edge versus Cena. Why not? Ruthless aggression one more time. Versus attitude. That would be Yeah, well, uh, well. Which you can, I mean, granted, Edge and Christian were attitude, but Edge as a singles wrestler, that was more ruthless aggression. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think he ever lost the attitude. Well, he straddled both. I don't think he ever. That's the, he, I don't think he ever lost the attitude, which is a funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only keep my fingers crossed for Paige, for Edge. I wouldn't mind seeing Santa, Santino come back and wrestle at some point. I mean, if it's possible, I know WWE is very, very serious when it comes down to all this. But, you know, if they get medically, medically cleared at some point, the last thing you want is for AEW to medically clear them. That's all I'm saying with that. Don't let them be the one to have the return of Edge. <laughs> That would be horrible and destructive. Don't let yeah. them be the ones that had the return in ring return of Santino. That would be destructive. And damn sure 
don't let AEW be the ones to have the return of CM Punk. I think that'll put a crack in the foundation. Oh yeah, that a crack. Can you imagine? That's that's the equivalent of Yeah, we heard that uh Mick Foley's gonna win the heavyweight championship. Oh, that'll put a lot of butts in the seats. That's what that would be and the equivalent. Of. Yep. That would be the equivalent. And dang on if they didn't pay for a cult of personality for him to come out with. Ooh. First of all, all eyes would be on Paul Heyman. They'd be like, "You didn't know this? You couldn't tell us this? He's a C. Mm. He's a Heyman guy, isn't he?" That'd be the yeah, first he thing. is. And then, secondly, they—oh my God! You think they won't be? Uh, hey, uh, Steve, um, would you like to come back and wrestle Shawn Michaels again? <laughs> They'd be cutting so many daggone checks. They mess around. <laughs> Try to bring back everybody. Like Bob Backlund, you want to come back and wrestle again? Why not? You ain't doing nothing. You probably could, though. Hell, they probably have a Mixed Max challenge with uh, Charlotte and H. They may even bring people back, if it's possible. Have zombie uh, Roddy Piper against Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like, whatever we can do, man, we've got to figure this out. Because they got CM Punk. There's actual CM Punk chance tied into CM Punk. That is not cool. And I'm mm, sorry. Mm, let's mm. just let's just call a spade a spade. Uh, I don't really foresee any major MMA splash from Glenn Jacobs right now. Sorry. And also, if WWE can pull the coup of the century and get CM Punk back, what does that also give us the bonus of? That gives us fighting with my family's rematch. Because if Paige comes back, we also have AJ. Yeah. And who better to manage um, Big E if he turns heel than his old manager, AJ? Mm. Who better to uh, give a springboard for um, Dolph Ziggler than his old stablemate, AJ? Mm-hmm. And his old girlfriend. But still, <laughs> just opportunity after opportunity here. So we'll have to see. But, yeah, it, it's it's like a purchase fest. And everybody has the opportunity to be on the smorgasbord right now. And if you're right place, right time, putting in the work, got the right formula. If you're not going performance center to NXT, you could be going NXT to main roster. It all could be coming in together. With that said, I am looking for redemption. And redemption is going to come through the King of the Ring tournament, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's how it's going to play out. There is no possible way. No possible way. For there to be a tie in this. Because that's 15 points up for grabs. Each match Mm. is worth a point that is appropriately picked. So we're going to go down and I'm going to say 
the match, and you will tell me who you think is going to win. I will say who I think is going to win, and then it will progress on all the way down to the final, and we'll see who's got the right chops and ready to make it happen. Because I refuse to go down swinging, even though I took that L. So I just went down. I wasn't swinging. I just went down. But this time, I'm be swinging. So that means I can't go down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they got it broken down into SmackDown and Raw. And then the bracket bracketology is going to break its way down from one person from Raw, one person from SmackDown facing off to become King Booker. I mean, sorry, King of the Ring. Sorry. <laughs> and some of these matchups is fortunate and unfortunate because it's like, damn, that's a toughie. But here we go. Cesaro versus Samoa Joe. I'm going with Joe. I'm going with Cesaro. Good job. I appreciate you not picking the same one I did. So that means that's one I got a shot. <laughs> All right, let's see how you feel on this one. Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre. Who you got? Drew Mac. I'm going Ricochet. All right. Said he said versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. And I will go. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Uh, I'll go Cedric. All right. And then The Miz versus Baron Corbin. He is The Miz and he is awesome. That's a no-brainer. I don't know. I'm going to go with Baron Corbin. All right. So we got those picks set, and that takes us to uh, the Raw or the SmackDown side. We're going to flip over to. And you can tell me who you got. I hope you're ready for this one. (laughs) It's another (laughs) interesting one. KO versus Elias. I'm going KO, even uh, though I, I really can expect a Shane screw job, but I'm going to go KO. This match, it, the prophecy came to me right before we started recording. Oh, God. And I was teaching the little baby. Oh, walk with Elias. <laughs> Oh, she get the old part right, but she just ain't got to walk with Elias. But that's fine. You know where I'm going. I'm going with Elias. 
All right. Well, then that's going to put Ali versus Buddy Murray. Murphy. Buddy Murray. Oh, gosh. Uh, Buddy Murphy. I'm going Ali. Mustafa Ali. All right. that'll, be, that'll be our first joint pick right there. All right. This is going to suck. Former tag team partners. Almost. Mm. Well, one of them's one half of the best tag team in the world uh, from back in the day. Chad Gable versus Shelton Benjamin. Chad Gable. I'm going to go with Shelton. Just because Shelton, I mean, he needs a win. Damn it. Chad's been out there for a while. Shelton has only been looking around for the last couple weeks. (laughs) That's because Mama Thea ain't out there. Oh, yeah. Well, I wonder where Thea Vidal is right now. She's probably yelling at somebody. She would have been great in a Medea movie to play uh, as uh, somebody's other grandma. Yeah. That, that'd that be awesome. Most definitely. That'd be awesome. All right. So what do you, who you got on Apollo versus Andrade? <sighs> Andrade Cien Almos. You mean uh, Mr. Charlotte? <laughs> yeah. But speaking of which, I, I know you said you knew, but I'm not sure if everybody listening knows. If y'all have, if you don't follow Zelina Vega on Twitter and uh, 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 Instagram, please go do it. I have, since we started, I've been looking at pics of her because she did this. Uh, they say it was a tribute to Aaliyah. But from what I hear, she's supposed to be playing Aaliyah in a movie. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you she's got the body movements right, she's got the hand placement, I'm just like, my goodness. And I'm just, I'm a huge Aaliyah fan, like, very, very huge. Like, I used to have posters of her on my wall when I was, like, 22. So, and the only reason why I took them down, because I moved. But, <laughs> I mean, that right there, just, it made my afternoon when I seen that. So. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I mean, what, you know, all she does is, you know, between her <laughs> Mortal Kombat things and up, up, and down posts and her uh, training with Aleister Black, then she's always posted something about her love for Aaliyah. So that, that that's a huge deal right there. And she tagged everybody, pretty much, you know, the, the DMV officials, Timbaland, Missy, you know, she's uh she put it out there. I mean, she, if you blink, next thing you, you could think about is R. Kelly probably gotta go to the bathroom right now because he gotta pee somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right on time. Oh man, I can see. Uh, <laughs> they go Dave Chappelle now. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna go there. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, based off of, I, I was getting ready to start singing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? We I'm not gonna go there with you. <laughs> Oh man! 
grandma sitting there with your birth certificate. That's right. That's my Robert. That's my Robert. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Chappelle Show, man. Like, oh, my God. Oh, man. So, all right. So, based off of the picks uh, that we made to get to um, the advance the bracket, you had Samoa Joe. I'm sorry. I had Samoa Joe. You had Cesaro. Who would you pick between those two? Cesaro. Because that was your pick anyway? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm taking the wrong thing. Uh, how are we going to do that? Mm. All right. If you had to go Joe versus Ricochet, who would you pick? We'll do it that way. Uh, Joe versus Ricochet. Give me Samoa Joe. I go the same. And then if you had to do Drew versus Cesaro. Um I'm gonna take Cesaro. I'm gonna go Drew. Now are they planning on doing the King of the Ring tournament all in one night? Yeah. It's basically like the old pay per views. But it's not gonna be a pay per view. Right. It's just a gimmick show. I prefer if it was a pay per view. That would be great. That was, that's like the Highway to Hell tournament. Yeah. And you you got wrestlers, you got the top stars wrestling more than one time in a night. All right. So Cedric versus Miz. Uh, Miz. I'll go to same. Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin. Sami Zayn. Hmm. I'm going to go Corbin. All right. And then uh, we both had Ali. So uh, KO versus Ali. Give me Mustafa Ali. Really? Over KO? Yep. Because KO got something bigger and better to do. I think the King of the Ring is just going to be a springboard for somebody because it's going to, number one, it's going to get you more TV time. Number two, it's going to get your name out there and you're going to be considered in, you know, different aspects of shows where you weren't getting the TV time before. Now, Ali's been off TV quite some time. Uh, Elias is not getting as much TV time. Cesaro been off quite some time. Sami Zayn's trying to come back. You know, Drew McIntyre needs something to do. Yeah. So. I can see that. All right. So, I guess this is an easy one. I'm going to pick Ali. But um, KO versus Ali. Hmm. Ali. Really? I'm sorry. I I apologize. I'm sorry. Elias versus Ali. Oh, Ali. Really? Yeah. I guess that wasn't an easy one. No Elias? No. Wow. Because, I mean, I just I would like to see Elias win it all, but if he goes up against Mustafa Ali, smart money is to go on Mustafa Ali. Well, 
Remember, before the injury, he was the one that was supposed to get the big push. Yeah. This is just going to get him back out there. All right. So then uh, Shelton Benjamin versus Andrade. Uh, Andrade. I agree. And then, or Chad Gable versus Andrade. Andrade. <laughs> yep. So we would have on the SmackDown side, double A's, uh, Andrade versus Ali. Who would you pick to win? Mm, Mustafa Ali. I'm going with Andrade. And Andrade would face, let's see, we've got a pick of this is where it's going to get interesting. Samoa Joe, well, who, Drew McIntyre or Cesaro? Uh, Drew McIntyre. No, take that back, Cesaro. And the Samoa Joe was resounding. Mm-hmm. So that, that took care of that. So that's, uh, all right. So Joe versus Cesaro. That's going to be interesting right there. That's a fight. That's a fight on that Alistair Black level with Cesaro. <laughs> Cesaro can give you a fight regardless. So then. That would put them against. Uh, Well, see, we, then we got another interesting split. This is like one of the craziest uh, brackets ever. <laughs> Trying to balance it out because there's, there's so many different ways this could go based off of our pick since we this time picked differently. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, by the way. You weren't picking uh, all my picks. Even though the Miz is no. the shoe-in on one side. So the key is Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin. Sami Zayn. I'll take the gamble and do Sammy. All right, so Sammy versus Miz. Who you got? Dang. Sammy Zayn. All right. Yeah, I can see that. I'll ship that. And then Joe versus Cesaro. How are we going to do Joe versus Cesaro? Cesaro going to beat Joe in the first round. Well, there's a couple different instances. How? Because it could go two different ways. But they got to get past each other in the first round. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Then Cesaro's a shoe in. Uh so that that leaves Sami Zayn versus Cesaro. 
No question, Cesaro. Okay, but I said if you said Sami Zayn. So we're looking at Cesaro versus Ali. For or the championship. Cesaro For the King of the Ring. versus Andrade. Uh, I'm going to go Ali both ways. What if it's Cesaro versus Andrade? Mm, then I'll go Cesaro. Just wanted to put both of those out there just in case. Just in case. All right, so Cesaro versus Ali. Uh, I'm going to go Cesaro. And Cesaro versus Andrade. I'm going to go Andrade. Okay. Even though I think that would be a great match. It would. And that's one hell of a king of ring bracket of craziness that I will win by hook or by crook as long as my picks come through. Somehow. I I, I hear you, brother. I hear you. Somehow. I got to redeem myself, man. I can't go out like that. Double two losses back to back. Man, it's unprecedented right there. I don't know how to handle that. I'm still in a state of mourning. I walk alone. <laughs> there. <sighs> well, so all we got to do is wait now. We got a day, and then we'll find out about the King of the Ring, sir. Right. And hopefully, just hopefully, I can go two and up. Do, 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 do. We're sorry. People's choice that you were talking to has been disconnected. Talk about two mm-hmm. and oh. Two and oh. Anybody got time for hey, that, man? I, I gotta do something, man. I got I gotta redeem myself. I know how you can redeem yourself. Just pull how a Kevin Nash. <laughs> Finger poker doom? Yep. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work for me, man. That'll work for me. I'll be happy with that. My heart will go on. Then I'll hold you up like on a Titanic. (laughs) I can fly! (laughs) That's a horrible sight right there. It's like, what the hell are these two guys doing? But I'll sing that Celine Dion to you, man. I'm telling you. Just let me take the win. I will be near (laughs) far wherever you are. Don't make me go there, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about giving you the win just just, just off that alone. (laughs) Hey, man. Jeez. You go, Celine. You do your thing, girl. I'm about to go to Vegas now. But we'll see what happens in, in all in all seriousness. We'll see what happens come Monday. New King in the Ring will be crowned, and we'll see if they're gonna break the mold or if they're just gonna kind of push a, a predetermined storyline agenda that will go into what some people would expect to be. Oh, okay, that's just another cherry pick King of the Ring that's just gonna run with that moniker. Or is it gonna be Shane McMahon? Which is interesting. He's replacing somebody. Yeah. Which is interesting that he's not in there. You know, just think about that. It's like, why isn't Shane in the King of the Ring tournament? 
he wins that, he's no, he's best in the world and the king of the ring. Oh man, that'd be insane. KO would be pissed. Mm. I'd be pissed. <laughs> well, then be quite honest, there. There. Big Brock, the king of the ring. You're really trying to hurt my feelings now, ain't you? That would now tell me that wouldn't be crazy. You get to see Suplex City at least four times a night in that night. On a Monday night at that. Yeah. So he's there. He becomes king of the ring, which would guarantee him a title shot at his choosing. Kinda. I'm quite hmm. sure they, if they put that stipulation in there. And you know what he I think he would he, he wouldn't uh mess around with Seth anymore. He'll probably go chase Kofi for a little while. Oh shoot, Kofi would be scared crapless. Ain't nothing he could do about that. Eleven years, Suplex City. Well, that's over. <laughs> <laughs> that's about a new day. Can't say anything about that. When you're going up against Brock Lesnar, dog, we're gonna have to stay back here. You, you know something? Somebody, I seen a female post it. Somebody said, uh, she says, uh, I want a man that looks at me the way Paul Heyman looks at Brock Lesnar. Oh God. <laughs> 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 man, if I can find the picture, number one, if I can find it again, mm. I'll post it on our Instagram page and Facebook page. But yeah. I'll send it to you first. Is that how you want him to say your name, girlfriend? <laughs> God, if he's screaming out your name like that, then you're doing something right. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Like, as soon as he walked in the room, like, hey, no, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You know, it's your juices or something. This is my man, the reigning, defending, like, God dang. He's just trying to order a Chick-fil-A. Uh, so they just said, what's your name, sir? That's it. You have to go into all that. But I don't know. But either way, another fire show, sir. Yes, sir. Another uh, opportunity. I will say again, KG1, congrats. I appreciate that. I do thank you. Oh, that's all you was getting. That's all you was getting. I saw <laughs> something else. That's all you was getting. I I was doing my uh my my Conor McGregor strut oh, for a week now. So you mean the Vince McMahon strut? I don't know how people keep giving that to Conor. We all know that's Vincent Kennedy. <laughs> we all know that's where he saw that from. That's the power walk. McGregor just got nerved to look like he about dislocated shoulder. Yeah. Vince looked like he just doing it for momentum. <laughs> I'm gonna make it down to this ring. Come on, arms. <laughs> Gotta stay upright. That's right. Now I just don't wanna tear anything else when I'm trying to slide in that jump, but hey, one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vince, I mean to bring back that bad memory. But uh go ahead and tell him what he can listen to him, sir. Well, listen to us. <laughs> well, of course. As WWE would tell you, you can hear us right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Radio Public Cast Box, Breaker, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, uh, Podchaser, Podbean, uh, you name it, all the major platforms we're on, and it's 16 of them. Then you can check us out on, as the aforementioned, Instagram, Sideline Junkies. Same thing on Twitter. 
on Facebook is Sideline Junkies Colon Podcast. And please, please, please don't forget sidelinejunkies.com, which will be updated in the coming hours with this show plus last night's show and possibly whatever we decide to do tomorrow. We're just going to show our shows. Yeah. And the fellas, and they know we get it in. We get it in. We try to do it four to five times a week. Sometimes if something happens, we do it a little bit more than that. But one thing you can is always guaranteed. Always. You will always hear the WrestleManiacs on the weekend. And speaking of weekends, next weekend, Sunday the 25th, will mark one whole year. 365 days. Yeah. Rocky <laughs> Remix. <laughs> it, it, I'm not going to say much. I'll, I'll save everything that I have to say about this man that I share this this show with. I'll I'll save all that for next week because I'm um, I'm still basking in the glow of my win. So yeah, I appreciate that. Because I don't need a Debbie Downer. Don't be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> don't be a phone no, Becky. No, I ruin the mood, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, like next week. Now remember a year ago, our first show, the first two shows actually, and I, I found the book. I'm gonna pull the book out and we gotta go over oh, uh, that the, the whole top yeah, ten come. list because I I still don't agree with the tag teams. I don't see how you don't have the road later. warriors. Twelve the road later, the road warriors should be the greatest tag team ever. I'm just saying. Who did I say I mean, the it's greatest not... tag team was? Jeez, oh, now you you say that when I don't have the book in front of me. <laughs> now, but it wasn't the Road Warriors, I tell you that. Yeah, I know, because it was criteria, man. It, the impact. It, 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 it might have been down to the impact on the business, just not inside the squared circle, just not inside the territory, but the impact overall. What did the tag team do beyond? to be notified or noted, in my opinion, as the greatest. But we'll recap that. I'll have you recap it, and I'll be like, yep, undisputed error. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, And go ahead and watch the untold of uh, Team Hell No. I watched that today on the WWE Network, and that was just uh, a great watch. Almost made me want to shed a tear. Like, oh, look at them over here being nice. Reminds me of me and KG. I guess I'll be Daniel Bryan. He could be Kane. Well, I'll take that. I'm down with it. Yes! Yes! No! Yes! (laughs) No! Yes! Recycle! See? I'm tapping in my inner Daniel Bryan right now. Unfortunately, yours is just stand there and be quiet. But <laughs> I did my part. So, already, sir, uh, we got a, 
a week before our birthday. And yeah. then uh, we see what happens on King of the Ring. And then I may sing some more bad show tunes from Celine Dion to celebrate our anniversary. Do you know I, what today is? No, you can't sing that, man. That's, that's, yeah, that'd be, <laughs> I don't think that'll fit. Yeah, no, can't sing that song. No, that, no. Th- that's about as bad as being in the same room when, when, when the, 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 the 24 conceived. Yeah, yeah, we can't, we can't sing that, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like us holding hands or something. Like, <laughs> that's not gonna work out there. But we'll have to figure out some, uh, New songs or something like that. Man, have to just go old school Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. This is why this last nearly 51 weeks has been so great. <laughs> That's just a small snippet of why I look forward to Saturday night every week because I know no matter how bad I can feel physically, I know the people's choice. Don Rodriguez is not going to let me feel bad anymore. Well, or I mean, my face hurts. bad about this daggone badass singing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> my that's okay. That, that's quite all right. I'm cool with that. My face hurts. Once we're done, because I've laughed so much. I may mumble rap but, next week. <laughs> now, now, see now, now, now. <laughs> oh God, no, I can't. All you got, I mean, all you got, all you got to do is do a bunch of yeah, yeah, huh, yeah. yeah pick, see, pick, look at that. You make them picks. Yeah, yeah, make them picks. You know, no, it's, it's not gonna work. I can't. I can't, man. I can't. And then when you do it, all I got to do is be in the background. Skirt. <laughs> yeah, that way. See, that's it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That is it. That's true. Speaking of of music, I'm hoping that everybody's loving the new intro. Uh, feel free to hit us up any way you can. Sideline Junkies twenty four seven at gmail dot com. Uh, any of the DMs, and let me know what you think. Let us know, I should say, what you think. And I'm just, I really hope everybody likes it. Trying to do something new, and hope it goes over well. How about that? Next week, stripper music. I got never mind. <laughs> never mind. I, whew, I almost gave away too much. This is a family show. Hey man, this is a family show. Sometimes you just gotta go out there and put on a show to get them viewers. I'll be seeing what they be doing on yeah. the YouTubes and stuff. Like, well, and, and I'm gonna have to take and, my and fourteen. Frames. Come here, banana hammock. I'm gonna have to go back to work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yep. Well, it's either that or the birthday suit, but we can't celebrate that till next week. So, might as well hammer it up. And it never fails. We always go off the rails before we go. Yep. So, you can't go anymore off the rails and bucket naked. Pretty much. I- I'll give you that. So, that means y'all got seven days before we get bucket naked. Mm. We can get close, <laughs> but next week we're bucket naked, coming to you live, <laughs> nice and aerated for your enjoyment. Thank God we're not on YouTube. 
Yeah. That'll be the first episode and the last episode. It's like, hey, guys, we're bucket naked. Like, well, they shut us down real quick. (laughs) Back back to podcast it is. (laughs) And the wild part about it, that's supposed to be the next move for us. Bucket naked? No, 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 no. You too. Oh, I'm about to say, because first you, you know, talking about people pregnant. Now you over here telling, I want to see you tell BJ and the crew, yeah, y'all got to be bucket naked for this episode. <laughs> May get a lot of likes, but, you know. Yeah, might be only one show. Probably won't even be a whole show. Yep, can't, can't explain that to the wives. So, um, you guys got a little uh, DM action? It's like, yeah, I guess so. Because they saw a lot of I can't see that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the following announcement has not been sponsored by Anchor. (laughs) Anchor does not condone any of this butt naked talk, but they do realize (laughs) and respect the fact that because you can't see us, we can wear whatever we choose to wear. They do not censor our freedom of dress. Thank you, Anchor. YouTube, on the other hand, we saw them dummies butt naked and shut that shit down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, we'd even pass go on that one. Hey, guys, we're a troop. Nope. Standards and practices said no. So with that, we might as well say goodbye. Because you can't follow up a a butt naked bit um, with anything else. Well, you could, but then we really get shut down <laughs> off of Anchor too, because yeah, uh, yeah, uh, we'd be like vivid audio. I don't know. I guess like, dang it. Next thing you know, the president's like, I didn't sleep with them. Like, thanks. Yeah, you, you definitely didn't. You're the only porn stars you did. So, um, hey man, it's time for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said. <laughs> We are your sideline junkies Saturday night WrestleMania. Hopefully we make it back next week. <laughs> For anniversary, but right now, we are out of here. Peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.